This is How to Become a Pro Wrestler, the podcast. Where we teach you the skills you need to go from your living room to the main event. What's up, guys? Welcome back to How to Become a Pro Wrestler, the podcast. My name is John, and I'm back at the table with Aaron. Aaron, how's it going, man? Hey, John. I'm, I'm doing pretty good today, man. Heck I'm yeah. Actually, I'm on a new uh, program trying to get yes. a little bit leaner here. That's right. So I'm, I'm hungry. Lean and mean. Oh, man. <laughs> the cutting is in, like, yeah, it's one of the worst. But, you know, the it's worth the results, usually. It's so, worth the results. Yeah, yeah that's I'll be, right. I'll be posting those uh, yeah. uh, hopefully here at the end of October. Yes, nice. That's what I can't wait. Heck. Yes. Well, all right, guys. So today, let's talk about what we're going to talk about today, because today I'm going to talk about ways that you can improve your experience at any pro wrestling show by talking to you about my observations from a very recent wrestling event. Actually, it's just a couple days old. I was at a wrestling event, and uh, I'm going to talk to you about some of the stuff that I saw, some good things, some bad things. There's a, there's a little bit of both. So anyway, are you spending your time backstage at a pro wrestling event efficiently? I absolutely want you to show up, have a good time, catch up with old friends. That's great. But let's not forget the most important thing. It's a business, guys. You are your business. And the goal is to be a pro. So let's stop wasting our time in the locker room and start earning our place as professional wrestlers. All right, before we dive into that, guys, head on over to YouTube. Check out at How to Become a Pro Wrestler. Give us a like, give us a subscription, and click that bell. You'll be notified every single time we post a new video on there. Check it out. Yeah, hey, and guys, just real quick, um, on the Facebook group, if you Mm -hmm. were on there and you're listening to the podcast and you have something you want on the YouTube channel, shoot shoot us a message, man. Let us know. What do you want to see? You want to see some more conversations about certain things? You want to see some more technique videos, exactly what you're looking for? Let me know if there's something specific. Like, if you're enrolled in a wrestling school and you're actually going to wrestling school, um, and there may be an instant because I've had people DM me before. It's it's been a while, but I've had people DM me and say, hey, we learned... um, you know, an arm drag today in class, and I just had a lot of trouble getting it. And um, there's there's 15 people in our class, and the coach didn't have a ton of time to do one-on-one with me. He tried, and we're going to try to set something up next week, but do you have any suggestions on arm drags? Post that stuff in the group, because then Aaron and I can go back, and we can shoot a video specifically for that. Maybe yeah. it can help you out even in, in addition to your school, and it's free. We're put on YouTube for you. So, heck yeah, guys. Please do exactly what he just said. Go on over to Facebook and let us know if there's something specific you'd like to see on our YouTube channel. So, I recently attended a local pro wrestling event. It was called United Wrestling Entertainment. It was right here in Oklahoma, and even better, it was about five minutes away from my house. So, there's not much reason for me to skip that show. Um, It was very, very local. So, while I was there, I caught up with some old friends. It was great. I also met some new people. It was fantastic. But... I observed a few things. I didn't have a big role that night. I was mainly there just to kind of talk and, and, and get engaged with some people. So um, I spent my time observing, and uh, that's mainly what I did. And I saw a few awesome things, and I saw a few concerning things. And there's some stuff that we've talked about before, but it's super fresh in my mind because I witnessed it. So we're going to talk about it some more today and some ways that you can fix it. So ultimately, I didn't see anything that's quote-unquote wrong, but What happens is guys and gals are going to come up to me, and they do it all the time, and they tell me, you know, I'm a pro wrestler already, or I've been wrestling for X amount of time. 
um, or I introduce myself to people. And I'm like, hey, that's one of my common questions. Like, hey, how long have you been wrestling and stuff? And uh, what they tell me is, yeah, I'm just trying to make that next big leap. I'm trying to take that next step, et cetera, um, in the re- my own wrestling journey. But I can't seem to figure out the right step. And really, guys, I'm going to tell you right now, the right step is right in front of you. Okay, um, There's small things that you need to be doing to make that next step happen. All right, I saw a lot of people spending more time playing on their phone or just joking with their buddies in the locker room than actually studying maybe what's happening in the ring, right. super important, or meeting some new people. So let's talk about some of the do's and don'ts of exactly how to spend your time in a pro wrestling locker room during a show. Now, you might be a wrestler. You might be a referee, you might be a manager, you might be the camera guy, you might be a security guard, you might be any combination of those things wanting to become a wrestler someday. Mm-hmm. That's a lot, a lot of times how it starts. You come, you're like, hey, I want to train. Maybe you do start training or maybe the, uh, the uh, owner of the company's like, you know, I'll think about using your kid, but uh, what I could really use is a, is a camera guy. And that, that happens to a lot of people. So no matter what reason you're in the locker room, it's a privilege and it's awesome to be inside of a locker room. So learn especially if you're trying to be a wrestler some of these things you need to do some of these do's and don'ts so number one that i want to talk about today is staying off your phone yeah all right um i know i just ruined an entire generation right now you're all mad at me and you're turning off the podcast i get it hey guys um it's hard look if you follow me on social media you know exactly how much i post i'm on social media constantly it's part of my job but i also know when it's time Put the phone away and interact with people. I know when it's time to do that, guys. Zip it up in the backpack or put it in your pocket and just put it in airplane mode if you got to mm-hmm. and discuss and talk to people. Why are you buried in your phone when you're in a locker room full of wrestlers who are further off than you in their career? Referees, if you're trying to you know, get a, become a referee or manager, promoter, technician, anything, etc., that you could be, you know, you could be learning from all those people. Leave social media alone just for the night, guys, right? Yeah. You can leave it, leave it alone for the night and experience the magic of a pro wrestling locker room. I'm going to I'm gonna talk. That's We started with that one because it's going to lead right into some of the next ones. But, I mean, it's a real problem, Aaron, which is like people, you know, you see. I mean, it's not just in pro wrestling, right? It's not yeah. just in the locker rooms. People get stuck in their phone and they fail to communicate with people that might be right in front of them. Yeah. So you got yeah. to do it, guys. You got to put the phone away. Don't think about social media. Take all you know your pictures and whatnot, or all the experiences that you have. Post about them later. Yeah. That's when you do it. Not when you're in the locker room. Yeah, I, I'm sure it happens in the locker room. But I mean, it help, it happens. Yeah. You know, you may have a family and, and yes. you're sitting there on the phone when you need to be putting it down, spending time with them and exactly. stuff. So it, it happens everywhere. It work, does everything. But that that is a you know if I could make another point with yeah. that because you are a professional and you are at work right. You now. really are. Yeah. So you know, we, I agree. We, if I'm the promoter and I'm looking around and I see guys that are on their phone instead of maybe watching the monitor or offering to help in some other way. I'm, I'm a little discouraged in their, you know, regardless of what they do in the ring, I'm a little discouraged on uh, that type of attitude. So you gotta be careful with that. But number, the, the one that I wanted to lead right into, which is why I need you to stay off your phone, is networking, mm-hmm. which we talk about constantly. Yeah. And we're gonna talk about again. You know, we've talked about it before. It goes hand in hand with the last point. You need to be talking to people, not just the people you know. You're gonna show up at a show and your 10 year long best friend is gonna be there. That's great. Spend time with them, but remember, you're also talking to them on social media and texts and everything the rest of the week. So you don't necessarily have to spend your entire evening with them. Um, meet new people. You know, yes, I know, I did it and I saw it. I, I really was trying to pay attention to how many new people walked in the locker room, 
shook hands with everyone. That's the common wrestling practice. You walk in, you shake hands with every, you do your rounds. Right. That's what it's called. You do your rounds and you shake hands with every single person in the locker room. Um, and hopefully that also means you're not forgetting the managers, the referees, et cetera. Introduce yourself. I saw almost everybody do that for the most part. Um, so if you're not doing that, you should really do that. But sadly, that was really the end of the networking experience for a lot of those young wrestlers. Mm-hmm. I saw that. They introduced themselves. They said hello. They, they said their name. They shook hands. I bet you they didn't even, I don't even remember their names if I would ask them right, right now. So you got to reach out to people, guys. you got to ask about them. Get to know them. Um, find out where they come from and maybe open up a new avenue for you to get seen by more fans, more promoters. How can you help out elsewhere, etc. So I try to do that a lot. I try to sit down, meet new people, catch up with them. Maybe if it, maybe if it's even just somebody that you haven't seen in a long, long time, um, catch up with them. If it's somebody brand new, find out where they're from. How did they get here, etc. Ask about them. You know, don't just talk about yourself unless they ask you. Um, I, I want you to ask about them. It makes people feel good too when you can get them when you show that you're genuinely curious in them and exactly what they're doing. So um, do that, guys. You got to network. You know, that's more important. I'm number one. I want you asking about them and discussing things and just getting to know them and building a relationship. I also want you to get phone numbers and emails. I I definitely want you to get all that stuff, actual network, but I don't want it to be robotic either. I want you to actually get to know these people and then genuinely by the end of the night, they will want to give you their phone number, their email, their social media, et cetera. So get to know them guys. You know, one of the things when, when you're in there and you're networking Uh is to me, you know, when you're thinking about it, on the business side, right? Yes. You need a good relationship with them just because you're yes. a good dude or a good girl and you're wanting sure. to, you know, just uh, have a good yeah. community in the locker room. But if if you are meeting these guys and you can say a top of mind mm-hmm. of them, just like you mentioned, if, if a promoter says, hey man, I, you know, I, I need to fill something, oh, yeah. I'm looking for this, then you can be at the top of mind of yep. them to say, hey, I know a guy or I know a girl that would, you know, could fill that role. It's it's so important. And that is how yeah. a lot of people progress in wrestling. Yeah. Like, well, yeah. so and staying connected with them. So mm-hmm. you get the number, you get the email, you know, you're, you're staying connected with them after the show, yep. you're top of mind, and then everyone can help everyone out. Absolutely. That's That's... A crucial part of my wrestling career was just being nice, number one. Yeah. You know, go all the way back to like when we interviewed Sam Stackhouse yeah, on here. Like nice. just being a good person was a, was a major factor. And then being so curious about pro wrestling that I, I couldn't help but ask everybody about where they came from and stuff. Like it genuinely getting people to talk about themselves, you know, I mean, especially pro, pro wrestlers are pretty egotistical. Get them to talk about themselves. They'll be pretty happy to talk mm-hmm. all night long with you, but build an actual relationship with them. And then boom, like all of a sudden I'm at the top of mind of, right. of a wrestler that was there that was on a show, you know, two States over the next weekend. And, and he's like, Hey, if you ever come up short again, I got this guy in mind. Uh, I've met him a couple weeks ago. You know, mm-hmm. that's great. That's exactly how it works. Guys network, get talked about, be at top of mind, have these connections, it's a great way to be. So next up, I've got watch the show. Something we've talked about before again. I'm not saying you got to watch the entire thing every single second of the show. I want you to network. You got to talk to people. I want you to focus on your match. You're going to have to do that. You're going to have to go and practice your actual match and uh, get everything straightened out. So you're not going to have time to watch every single second of the show. But there are times you should actually be watching the show. I saw so many young men and women doing this at the UWE event I just went to, um, just not watching the show, ignoring it, sitting off on their phone or talking to their friends, not 
soaking in the environment. There are so many things you can learn from watching the shows. But on a good note, I saw lots of young men and women doing it, okay, at the UWE show, huddled around the monitor. There's a TV monitor in the back with the matches on the screen. I saw lots of people there, and that, that right there, that's my secret. That's not really a secret if you've been in a wrestling locker room, but that is my favorite place to post up and meet new people. So I will post up by the TV, and usually people will come and go. They'll come and go as matches happen, and um, I'll start asking them questions. I'll ask them, like, like, what'd you think about that move or whatever? Like I'll see something or, I, or I'll, I'll make a comment and then they'll ask me like, well, why do you think that? And, and, you know, and that the great conversations happen, um, or I'll try to impart upon them. Like, I know you're watching the match. Are you also listening to the crowd and how the crowd reacts, which is kind of the next point here, which is another reason to watch the show is to get a better understanding of the crowd. Right. So you're also networking at that monitor. It's a great way to build a relationship. It's an awesome way to, to display your knowledge and stuff. Um, but uh, again, it's not just about getting numbers and talents and stuff. You're building that relationship. And also, now you're watching the matches. You're seeing what's happening in the ring. You're getting a better understanding of that crowd. Is that crowd reacting better to like the huge off-the-top rope, high-flying stuff? Or are they reacting better to like a dirty street fight, punches and kicks? I've been in front of both. Or maybe they're reacting like crazy to comedy, but they're not reacting to the other things. I've seen that before too. And a lot of people go wrong. In that, and I know it's tough, guys. I know it's tough. If you have a match in mind, if you have a style in mind, if you have a plan in mind, and then all of a sudden you're listening to this show and you realize, like, crap, like that match that just happened was similar to kind of the idea that I have but the crowd didn't care. They didn't seem to care. What can we do to make them care? So you can hopefully do it better. That's one thing, of course. But biggest problem I see people do is they're terrified to pivot at all from their plan. So when really what they could have done is been like, okay, we're going to scratch this section of our match and we're going to add in this comedy spot or something and get a better reaction because we did something different. They just kind of plow through with their plan even though they kind of figured it wasn't going to get a great reaction because they already saw it wasn't going to get a great reaction yeah so if you just watched and if you're watching the show though if you're actually sitting there watching the show maybe you do see a a a uh, a comedy match and it's followed up by a high flying you know match then maybe you should be like you know what my match is coming up in a after intermission i need to do something completely different than them i need to do uh, hard-hitting punch and kicks because we haven't had any of that stuff tonight. It's yeah. been lots of gymnastics, lots of comedy. Now I'm going to give them a fight. And I like that because I've, I say this all the time. It's one of my favorite things. Is people ask me, why do you love pro wrestling? That's the question that lots of people ask me. And I say because it is the greatest variety show on earth. I, I really believe that. It has a little bit of everything for everyone from the comedy to the fighting to the gymnastics to the to the to this public speaking. All that stuff it has a little bit of everything. It has heroes and villains and monsters and and heroes and all you know what i mean all that good stuff um i love it it's got costumes colors i love it so um use that to your advantage guys if you were the only comedy match all night long and you pull it off so let's say that you're on a show you're the only comedy match all night long and it goes over really well guess what you're probably gonna be the main thing people talk about Mm -hmm. they're gonna remember you specifically because you were different and it's hard to you know figure that out if you're not watching the shows and listening to the crowd because if you if you see a match that does comedy and then you had some comedy stuff in mind and fans didn't care at all maybe you pivot you do something different do an actual wrestling match so that's something to really think about guys watch the show okay network with your peers 
and watch the show. It's super, super important. All right, guys. So the last thing I really want to talk about today came up um, from the other thing that I like to do at shows when I have time. So I watch a lot of the matches, and these all these points go hand in hand, obviously, but I watch a lot of the matches, and then I make it a point um, to stand up from where the monitor is and walk towards the curtain, and oftentimes I'll be the first person that anyone sees, a wrestler sees when they walk from the back, whether they know me or not, mm-hmm. I'll be the first one there, and I'll give them a fist bump or a handshake or whatever, and um, uh, I'll, I'll say, you know, how do you feel? Like, I'll say something like that. I don't, I rarely will say like, awesome job. Like, I don't really do that. I'll, I'll just say like, you know, how you feeling? Or whatever. That's how, what I usually like to ask people. Are you hurting? Did you like it? Blah, blah, blah. And um, I watched a majority of the matches this past weekend. Um, I waited by the curtain. I acknowledged multiple performers. Um, I didn't really offer any critique or criticisms unless it was asked of me. Then I will do it. If it was asked of me, I'll absolutely do it. Um, uh, one young man stuck out in particular. Um, he shook my hand, and as he shook my hand, he was shaking his head, and he said to me, this, this verbatim, this is exactly how the conversation went, he said, it could have been better. So as he, 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 he kind of shook his head and kept walking, but I still had his hand, so I stopped him. I kept his hand, I squeezed his hand, and I stopped him, and I looked at him, and I said, it can always be better. Yeah. That's, you know, there's no reason to be mad about it. It's time to learn. Mm-hmm. They can always be better. I firmly believe in this rule. Every single match, every promo, every performance, everything can always be better, and that's not a reason to be upset about what happened in the ring. You want you need to analyze, learn exactly what could have been better and where and why. That's the stuff you need to start thinking about. Um, we are always learning. We are always evolving. Um, my greatest match ever has plenty of flaws, guys. Tons of flaws. We can always improve. That's that's the way to you know the uh, the the white belt mindset or whatever you want to yeah. call it, where you're going through life and you're just constantly trying to learn and adapt and, and improve. I mean, the second you think you have it all figured out is 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 kind of the time when you have to start really thinking about why am I, what am I doing here? Because nobody is is truly you know flawless. It's impossible, mm-hmm. guys. You're always learning. So yes. Um, the young man's name was Reese, by the way. I'll, I'll say his name on here. I don't think he would mind. He's a really young wrestler. He's actually the son of another wrestler around. And, um, yeah, yeah, so I, I, you know, he's young. He's got tons to learn, tons to improve. There's no reason to be down on yourself just because you think it could have been better because the match itself was not terrible, not by any stretch. It could have been better. Absolutely. And that's no reason to be mad. That's a reason to want to improve. Yeah. So there you go, guys. Um, I, I definitely want to thank um, – Brad Eubanks, the owner and operator of United Wrestling Entertainment. We're going to try to get Brad on this podcast someday. I'd love to speak to him. Um, Thank you for inviting me, and really thank you for allowing me to basically freely do whatever I wanted in his locker room, which is good. But I, he, he trusts me, so he knows that I'm gonna. I'm gonna, I'm gonna while. take yes. I'm gonna take care of everyone in the locker room. I'm I'm there to gen, genuinely improve everyone's experience. Is my hope. So I had a great experience. I look forward to doing it more in the future and to talking about it and stuff. But yeah, man, that's kind of some of the stuff that we do. That's that's how I want everybody to experience a locker room. Um, have a good time, but remember that you're there to be a pro and yeah. you're there to learn always learn more so there's someone in every locker room that can teach you something i promise promise definitely all right guys 
Hey, head on over to Facebook. Join our private Facebook group at How to Become a Pro Wrestler. Where we talked about it earlier. You can give us suggestions on YouTube. You can give us suggestions about the podcast. So you want to hear us talk about something specifically? Put it in there. Tell me about your favorite episode. We got we're closing in quickly on a hundred episodes. We're oh, getting yeah. there. We're in the ninety. This is. 96, 96, I think. 96. That's, man, we're, we're getting there, guys. We're getting there. I'm going to try to find us a guest maybe for episode 100. We'll see what we can do. But, uh, yeah, um, head on over to Facebook. Join that group. Please let us know what you think about the podcast, about the YouTube channel, about anything we say. You want to argue? Let's argue, you know, respectfully. And uh, maybe you have something to add. What do you think needs to happen in locker rooms? What problems do you see that you think need to be improved upon? We would love to hear. Definitely. So, Thank you guys for listening to How to Become a Pro Wrestler, the podcast, where we teach you the skills that you need to go from your living room to the main event. Don't wait for your opportunity, guys. Take it.